Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borquez. I'm Sarah C. And I just ran three flights of stairs to make this happen. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I realized my headset was upstairs, my laptop was in the basement, and my printed copy was on the main floor. So I was like, <laughs> anyways, so here we are. Here we are, yes. Um, So, yeah, I'm in Cali, Sarah's in Minnesota, and we are still bringing it to you guys. So, hope everybody's doing well. Um, We have exciting Vanderbump news. Uh, Brittany just announced that she and Jax are expecting. So, we knew we had to hop on and give our thoughts because Sarah and I haven't had, you know, been able to, like, speak about this. So, you're going to get our raw thoughts on it. Yeah, sorry for the day delay. I wasn't checking notifications or messages, and I was busy making Play-Doh from scratch, so props to me for that. Have you done that? Um, No, I have not. Okay, I'll bring the recipe home to you. Okay. <laughs> it's genius, it, and it makes a lot, and it saves a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very eco, because you're not wasting all those little containers. Yeah. Anyways. Um, before we get into it, I do want to do some birthday shout-outs, a few we missed, a few that are coming up, so can I just do that quick? Yeah. Hey, Tracy Taylor, was September 16th. We missed you last week, so I hope you had a great birthday. Um, coming up on September 24th, well, really tomorrow, Kaylee Wilson and also um, Tyler A., happy birthday tomorrow, which will be probably today when you listen mm-hmm. um, we did on uh, September 21st just a couple days ago happy f- uh, 31st to Amanda Shear. we have Whitney Bell turning 42 on September 23rd which is actually today you may not hear it till tomorrow but happy birthday today happy birthday today on your birthday and I just did a few upcoming just because next week you know who knows um, Bonnie Hogan, October 3rd, Kelly Hainty on October 4th, Christine Fosella on October 2nd. So you guys have the best birthday you possibly can in this time. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. I think we're all, we're all probably hitting our birthdays this year. So we're all together in this. So yes, I hope you have a great time. Totally. All right. We, <laughs> what do you want to start with? Cause we have some news and we have there's like news and like a little bit of drama I mean we've got it all I mean I I kind of um weird I don't know what you heard I didn't hear anything it said uh it lost the connection Hmm. like low internet or something I don't know weird weird that is that does not happen often and we Skype often so there's a first for everything everybody we're back um, anyways, I was saying that maybe we should go in, like, order of, like, what happened this weekend. I don't know. Like Tamron Hall's rebuttal? Yes, let's not, let's start with that. Great, great starting point. <laughs> okay, so last week we talked about the Stassi interview, and then it came out that Stassi's camp, it didn't say her particu- particularly, um, her camp said... She was thrown. She wasn't in a good mood after the interview. She felt it was awkward. She was unprepared. And she was thrown. And that producers had told them what they were going to talk about. But then Tamron went rogue. And Tamron then responded on you know her, her own platforms and saying, No, we talked about all the segments, all the content, the topics. I didn't give her specific questions, but all the content was there. And she said so specifically that uh, they, her camp specifically said, please do not bring up the Me Too comments. And she said it killed her. Like she, it, it was like, you know, oh, she really wanted to and needed to. But she agreed because she thought, well, she's pregnant. I don't want to create a stressful situation even more than it is and 
create more backlash or bring this back up. So she agreed to not bring up the Me Too stuff, but she said, I will absolutely bring up the Nazi chic thing and the Black Lives Matter thing, obviously. And as we noticed in the interview, that is what she did. So she was thrown by the reaction from Stassi's camp. Again, wasn't Stassi directly, maybe that PR team, who knows? It just says her camp or an inside source. And so it, it was enough so that Tamron had to reply. And she's like, they implied that I went rogue, that we agreed on something, and I just threw it in the trash and went rogue. She's like, I did not go rogue. I followed the agenda and, yeah, a little bit of drama. Yeah, so um, I thought that it was really – I was, like, impressed that uh, Tamron Hall even – brought this back up because the article was almost so stupid to even like let it be news but I did I felt like it really um Stassi was kind of like if she did if her camp did put that article out what they're trying to do is say like oh poor Stassi like that wasn't that interview didn't go in her favor she didn't feel good about that and by putting that out it kind of gives us like this image of oh my gosh like that must have been really hard for Stassi so I was glad that Tamron like kind of spoke up and was like look at that's just not how it was like she absolutely knew what we were talking about and the topic which then kind of takes the wind out of the sails of that article because it's like of course yeah. like and we all know that but I liked how she even said she's like let me give you a little like TV like I'm gonna take you behind the scenes and it's like that's not like anyone who's like like it's not hard to know that she knew what she was going to talk about. I think what Stassi should have said in that article or whoever should have said Stassi felt that her team did not prepare her for that interview or she felt unprepared or something like that where, you know, mm-hmm. how maybe, you know, you do need more time to prepare for something like that. I wouldn't want to give an interview like that. Like I get I'm sure it was very uncomfortable, but to kind of like point the finger at Tamron and be like you you went rogue, like that was pretty crappy. What happened? You know, we have two different Wi-Fi networks here because as I have explained, I was on three different tiers. Yeah. <laughs> I just changed to the more local one. Hopefully that will resolve the issue. Okay, but, cool. Uh, sorry. Anyway, so yeah, I was just saying, you know, I I feel like I actually thought that it added a little more drama to the interview, and I appreciated that both sides said something. It was like, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and when I noticed, when we talked last week, yeah, I was only able to watch the, the different clips and not in order, and then I was able to watch the full interview, and actually, strangely enough, through our Facebook group, but someone actually... Uh, <laughs> taped it off their computer with their personal input there. Thank you for that. Um, and I noticed some things I missed, like when Stasi was kind of justifying, oh, well, we had more than the greeny photo. We had texts from reputable, reputable people and friends and blah, blah, blah. And I just thought, hmm. And I'm only bringing this up because I saw some posts like just a day or two ago that chimed in with that about these random texts that were their backup evidence besides the grainy photo that they thought was faith. They're like, well, we had texts from people and Tamara did address it. She's like, well, who are these people? What were their texts? Do you even know them? Were they reputable? And I I missed the clip of Stassi saying, well, we had more evidence. And then Kristen kind of doubled down this week on someone posted about that. And she's like, yes, you know, basically they were saying, well, I wish we could hear from the people that texted the other information. And Kristen's like, yes, I do too. Unfortunately, they're scared, but I understand. And then Stassi kind of said that in her, interview too like oh yeah there was more to it than that and then Kristen's mom chimed in she's like you guys don't know the whole story and I thought and I did comment I said you know but it doesn't really matter what the text said I go the actions were taken so I don't care what text you received from whatever random person 
you still took the actions you took. So I don't care what justification you had. I understand, like, and, and Faye actually agreed with me. She goes, yes, I agree. She goes, but they're presenting an image of something that happened that wasn't accurate. And these texts will prove they had a bigger picture in mind. Okay, I can get that and I can get on board with that. But do, are we still doubling down on they thought they did the right thing? Because this doesn't matter at this point. Like, I don't care about these texts. I don't care who they were from. I don't care what they said. You still took the action you took. So why did Stassi double down on that? And Kristen this week in, in comments and then her mother... I'm like, are you guys still missing the point? I think that what they're trying to to get out is that their hands are not the only ones dirty in this. That it's it's way bigger than that. Um, and they probably shouldn't have gone down for it. Which, I mean, whatever, they, they got fired for it or whatever. I think they're just trying to point out that, um, you know, this was much bigger than, than the two of well, them. Why wouldn't they then show the text threads and they could block out the name easily as everybody does? Just show the text thread then. And it to me, I don't care about the text thread. Maybe some people do. You still did what you did. Um, so it doesn't justify it. But yeah, maybe it'll give a broader horizon of understanding. I get that. And so show the text thread and just block out the sender's name if they want to be anonymous, which I 100% understand, because... I think that it's just like you're saying, how you're like, you don't care what it is. Like, nothing is going to change your mind, which it's true. Like, it, it shouldn't. Um, but it's like, it doesn't it doesn't matter anymore to, like, take anyone else down. It's just not worth it. But I, I just, I think that in yeah. their own little sly way, like, they are, they're letting us know something like else we, was at play you know yeah like we had a reason i mean the, the fact that photo. the fact that it was a storyline shows that everyone over at bravo is just as guilty yes so and that probably means producer jerry you know whoever else that you know has you can kind of see that their life has changed drastically as well it's still putting out just like less accountability and it just it just still reads gross to me and I call out to Tamron and I did comment on her thing and tag her. I'm like, you know what would have been really complete? And maybe she tried. I don't know. To bring in Faith. And you know what? If Faith didn't want to do it with Stassi or Kristen or whoever in that Zoom, can you give Faith her own interview? Because as everyone is saying on our group, on Instagram, on public and Reddit, every. Like, why are you giving Saucy this platform? It's like, okay, cool. But Tamron, why aren't you giving Faith the platform? I know you're speaking up for Faith, but why aren't you giving her an interview? Well, and why are we only talking to Stassi when it was Stassi and Kristen? It's like on right. top of, um, you know, you can look at it at what's happening to Stassi in two ways. One, that she is kind of like the poster child of racism for Bravo. You know, like she's she's their number one girl. And then it's like Kristen and then the other two or whatever. But it's like they literally both got fired, but only one is getting the platform to yeah. uh, like it's Explain. something is very off. And it's it's very on brand for how they handle things. I mean, we saw this happen with people have got, you know, drug through the mud on the show and never another chance to speak up or share their story or, yeah. or anything. Well, why, why wasn't the interview with Kristen and Stassi? Yeah. And why wasn't uh, Faith either part of it or given her own separate interview? Because I really feel like like Kristen and Stassi together, it um, it almost brings like a, it's this different element. And it's the element of like what made it so disgusting when she was bragging about it. It's that they were ganging up as friends and they were, you know, together solving this crime, as they keep saying. But it was both, it was very much both of them. Stassi, yeah, she's done other things, but like, I don't know what I would be doing if I was Kristen. Like, it's, it's crazy. Like, I, I don't know if I was Kristen, like, what my, my game plan would be with this because she just went down and she's not. I don't know. She's, she's she's not giving the platform to be heard, but mm -mm. at the same time, she's also, like, the comment I saw, 
she's doubling down and being like, well, it wasn't just that. I have so she's still but I, justifying. But, yeah, but I also felt like during the whole interview, Stassi was throwing Kristen under the bus and being like, well, mm-hmm. Kristen, Kristen's friend had it was, and it's like dude, you're going to throw her under the bus and she doesn't get to speak? Like, how is that fair? Like, I kind of don't blame her mom for like, you know, spouting off like, you know, we've seen, we've seen Erica do the same thing where she will, you know, stick up for Sheena. But, um, it's like, I agree. I I don't know. It's well, and also the same thing, Stassi backtracked because she was actually the one, Kristen didn't go on podcasts bragging about this. Stassi did mm-hmm. and then Stassi bragged and bragged and took credit for it on Jackie Schimmel's and then Jackie had Kristen on and they talked about it more but Stassi was the one that brought it out this is like we're crimes we're crime capers crime solvers we did this we did this she was bragging and bragging and really like she didn't actually do the work Kristen did but then once she bragged about it and brought it on then I think Jackie had Kristen on and they talked about it more but it's like you know you're you're bragging about something you did now you're saying you you didn't actually even do but you bragged about that you did so Mm -hmm. that's even grosser it is it is grosser and (laughs) yeah it's it's the whole it's like it just and then even like it like a tamarin even like posed a question where she was like so you literally just thought you were solving a crime and she mentioned multiple times yes they thought they were solving a crime Kristen referenced that in comments and so did her mom everybody like that's what they're sticking to and do you know what's interesting is that we all know Kristen did the work but Stassi took the credit for it we've said this on a previous podcast that you know she bragged to Jackie Chanel she did the work she did the work and then when it you know shit hit the fan she's like well I didn't actually do anything Kristen did it again throwing her under the bus well it's funny because I was listening today to Katie's podcast she had Dana on and I thought I'm just gonna try and do my homework and my research and it was very painful people okay I'm just gonna say I took one for the team but it was interesting because Dana this was the interesting part of the podcast Dana had said after that Mondrian thing mm-hmm. that you know they called them all whores and Katie owned it she's like oh yeah we're calling you whores and homewreckers and she goes well I thought it was really interesting she's like I just been there two weeks and the next day she goes I knew what the show was and who the show people were the next day I got she goes I was private but I get a request a a follow request from Kristen Doty she goes I know what Kristen's about I know what she's doing she's coming for me so she texted her friends that were with her at the Mondrian right mm-hmm. and, she, and her friend was like oh they're coming for us they're coming for us hard and she goes Chris and Dodie just tried to follow you she's like they're coming for us and then Katie goes yeah we were we were all researching the fuck out of you guys and we were like who are these whores these homewreckers we were all stalking all of you and she goes, I knew what Kristen had done in the past because I watched the show. So I was scared and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, so yeah, that's very on brand for Kristen. Not on brand for Stassi because Stassi makes her minions do the work, right? But yeah. she, the gross thing was that she took the credit for it but didn't do the work. But at the same time, she got fired because of it. Well, because, you know, you're bragging about it. Well, I mean, whatever. you and I have, like, direct experience of that, of when we were in Kentucky. It was Kristen and Katie that were the ones that were watching our stories like hawks and, you know, tattling on us to everybody. So, yeah, it's definitely, those yeah, two are the action takers. Kristen's a mother hen protector of her friends mm-hmm. and taking the 9,000 extra steps to be stalker to protect her friends and like like things that no one's asking for but she just does them you know and well and that's why she wrote a book about it and her book does detail a lot of it and it's very interesting and like I said you know we both said we were giving some away and we read it and we got the early copy but then shit happened and we didn't feel good about giving them away anymore but or promoting it but you know it, it it's very telling she, mm-hmm. she lays everything out. Yeah, she's talented. I think times have changed. She's got to up her game, but hopefully she doesn't up her game because, I don't know, maybe you just shouldn't be that preoccupied with other people's lives where you need to stalk yeah. that much. I don't know. Probably not healthy. Totally. I think she's in a better place, and she's 
not doing that now. Yeah, me too. She seems happy, Mm -hmm. which I will say, I heard her on a podcast and she was talking about, you know, oh, are you guys going to get married? And she goes, well, Alex has said, I promise you there will be an engagement before 2020 ends. And she said, I don't want it in 2020. It's a shit show. I want 2021. But so that's interesting that her boyfriend said there will be an engagement before the end of the year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. That's exciting. Yeah, and Tom, uh, Katie did say that her and Tom have been trying, and she's on the Flow app, and they've been trying, but, you know, shit just is what it is. Mm-hmm. And, but they are trying. I'm sure she's trying to be part of the pregnancy pack, which is what we're here to talk about. Yes. So. Um, yeah. So, um, should we talk about Lala's gender reveal? Sure. Okay, so Lala had her gender reveal this weekend, last weekend, and, um, you know, it started out with, um, we see a picture of, like, you know, like, one of those um, shuttles, a really nice shuttle, um, and it, on the outside it says, like, give them Lala, boy or girl, and, like, everybody was supposed to, like, vote in a little bucket or whatever, and... Nice. Um, <laughs> So you know what happened? You know, Randall surprised her with that. Oh, he oh he did. So I listened to her podcast. So Randall said, "Hey, go get a hotel room with all your girlfriends, and you know, come outside at this point in time." And there was a bus. For me, that screams filming, filming, filming. They're all on a bus together. They all go to a location together. So. Whether or not Evolution is doing it rogue or maybe they're just doing their own rogue to provide content to try and guarantee another season, they may be trying to do film their own shit and like hope that Bravo will pick it up or Evolution will be like, I do, Here, here's footage, here's footage. I do feel like that's happening just like based on like the different groups getting together. Like why would Raquel and James and Charlie and Sheena go to Catalina? Right. You know what I mean? And they photographed it and video. Yeah, yeah. it just seems, I I think that, I mean, I'm not going to lie. If I was a cast member, I would totally be trying to drum up my own content. I mean, you have to at this point. Well, in any way, Sheena can because she has a YouTube channel. She has her vlog. So she's doing it anyways. And it can also be used for the show if they option her. Mm -hmm. Um, I did wonder I was like I was sad for her not only because she was probably I don't know if she was pregnant first or Stassi was but like you know the pregnancy pack but also that she's left out of everything and I think about Brittany she was the only one that befriended her first she was her best friend everyone else was skeptical because the you know Jax Sheena was her best friend for years and then even Randall if you listen to earlier, we'll listen to the uh, Randall Lala podcast with Sheena on. Randall's like, I, I always love you, Sheena. You were the first one. You always supported us from day one. You never, ever wavered. Everyone else wavered. They questioned. You loved us and you just accepted us. And he was so complimentary of her. And Lala was so remorseful. Like, oh, Shishu, you were the first one nice to me, too. And I'm like, was she not invited? Or maybe she just couldn't go because she's in San Diego or whatever. But, like, if she wasn't invited, that's really fucked up. Because, A, Brittany, you know, she was a first friend to you. Lala, she was a first friend to you. And they just, like, outcast her. I don't know. Yeah. And then also, I mean, or maybe they're being sensitive because she had miscarried. But it's just, I don't know feels gross to me but I'm glad they had a happy weekend and she's got her own group and she's tight with you know James and Raquel and Charlie and Brock and Tom and Ariana here's the thing like Brittany she was your best friend I don't think Brittany and Jax have ever gone to her Palm Springs house or let alone San Diego all her Kristen included Tom Ariana Kristen Charlie James Raquel they've all gone to San Diego and so, Sheena, I would say Brittany's not your friend. And part of me wonders because Jax 
the only podcast Jax did besides like Craig, uh, probably out of a drug debt. Um, uh, (laughs) Disclaimer in quotes. uh, He did Jackie Schimmel's after he bailed on her like nine times, right? He finally did hers and he said his dream, what his goal was to get a house in Palm Springs because he loves it so much. He wants a, a nice spread with a pool and just get a condo in LA or the Valley for working. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder, has Jack's not gone out to Palm Springs out of spite because he's secretly like mad and jealous like Sheena did what he wanted to do? Because everyone else has visited her and she's been such a great friend to both of them. I don't know, it just pisses me off. It makes me mad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm just going with the reveal and why wasn't she there and was she just not able to come or was she not invited? If she was invited and set and opted out, cool. Love it. I mean, I like I feel like this happens a lot like amongst friends groups and it's shitty. Like for instance, um one of my I was talking to one of my friends today who and she is like oh, I got invited to this gala and, like, everybody's going. Like, it's, like, a bunch of my other friends are going. And, like, I didn't get invited. You know what I mean? And it's, like, from, like, the sound of it, it's, like, a smaller group of people. And it's, like, I don't know. Like, but it still hurts your feelings. It still still sucks. And it's, like... She should have been invited. It's, like, she... Yeah, and, and we don't know the details, so it's hard to even comment on it because there was you know other people that she knows that weren't there either so I don't know and maybe they're not close now but yeah. like you've been there from the beginning and or maybe she opted out because it would be too emotional so that, but you don't yeah, make, you don't make that you don't make that choice for someone though like that's her choice to make and you give her the space to say yes, yes or no you know that's yeah. I, I hope she was invited and I hope that she didn't go was like it's going to be too emotional for yeah, me. Yeah, and maybe that, and maybe that was it, you know. And, and I hope that's it. Yeah, because I, I cannot imagine how hard of a weekend that was, and and then to get bam, you know, the Britney news too. I mean, it's just like, wow. Okay, well, Sheena, can you tell us? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sheena. Right. Yeah. Um, going back to Sheena, um, I noticed that there was a little bit a chatter, um about charlie some people were commenting some really mean things about here trigger warning this is a trigger warning this is a horrible topic that i'm going to touch on oh but people were saying you know that she had gained weight and um like they just weren't commenting nice things and she made a statement fantastic what the hell she said um she posted and she said people commenting on my photos that i've gained weight acting like gyms haven't been closed and we (laughs) haven't been quarantined is beyond me like yes i've gained weight because I don't have any of my resources and if this is my body out of shape I'll take it over yours you dumb whore so um (laughs) she posted that and I just thought I and and then like floods of support came in for people saying like it's no one like absolutely no one should be commenting on your body you look great um so you know that was really crappy to see that you know just like people get behind the keyboard and they think they can just say like the meanest things and and that's really scary because I've seen I, I follow her obviously I love her um I, <laughs> I didn't notice anything and god forbid if she did gain five or ten pounds it was like I wouldn't notice and she looks fantastic like what the hell what are people doing but it is really crappy like like we are like everyone needs to just give everybody a break right now like this has been really hard this shutdown has been really hard I know for a fact that Charlie didn't get paid for a long time like you don't know what people have gone through you know and like they're having to eat different foods than they normally do or just whatever. Yep. It's like you do what you have to do to get by. And um, I just think it, that let's all just like deal with each other with like a little more compassion. And, and by the way, if you guys okay. listen to um, Sheena's podcast, she, she, she had Charlie on, um, you don't get paid. She, Sheena confirmed that. She's like, no, you don't get paid the first season even the second season is so minimal, like $5,000 or whatever. Or maybe the first season you get $5,000. So regardless of a gym, like let's talk about grocery shopping or food. Like she said for the reunion, she had to borrow her boyfriend's little 17-year-old sister's dress. Like 
you, you guys aren't understanding. Like, yeah, she's out there, and maybe she's getting a little bit more influence in Instagram, but not enough to pay the bills, Mm-mm. not enough to get a 310 shake ad. You know, she's working on unemployment, and unfortunately, her unemployment did not hit, and she's one of the few. I've known probably five people now that said, we haven't gotten it. We haven't gotten it. It's processing. It's processing. So, you really you're gonna it's just sad and so i i just i i, I just wanted she's not to... rich and famous she's Mm-mm. struggling and broke and she's trying to do it and she's a hustler but unfortunately all the places she has like nine jobs and they're closed so well, and sometimes like sometimes speaking from like a mental health like you know area or something like sometimes like to self-care to make it through something to protect yourself you have to just like not do things like go to the gym like maybe she is depressed maybe she just can't do it right now like give the girl a break it's a hard time it's hard okay speaking speaking of the gym so you know i've been going in denver but i go with a mask and i've i've adapted but i heard now the gyms are open in oc julia went last night and she said we don't have to wear a mask Mm-hmm. As long as we're six feet apart. I was like, okay. She goes, but her coworkers are going to different gyms where there's a line outside for 30 minutes. Her friends gave up because, like, who wants to wait in line for 30 minutes? I said, well, okay. Uh, mine, my app, I, I don't know if it's going to translate. I guess I'll find out when I come back uh, if I have to wear a mask or, like, mine's by appointment only. Mm-hmm. Um, 24 hour. I gave up Equinox. Fuck that shit. Um, but 24 hour has an app and I make a reservation and I check in uh, virtually with my phone mm-hmm. and I wear a mask and I'm used to it now so I'm okay with that but like she said no one at her gym she's like, like what's it called fitness 19 mm-hmm. and then the people at planet fitness I think the purple one there's a like lines out and you have to I don't know so what have you experienced any difference in no. the last couple no, I haven't been. I don't have a gym pass. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll find out, and um, I'll be back by the uh, next weekend. Not this weekend. Next weekend. Oh wow! And I will update you. But um, I'm excited. I'm excited that they're open, and I'm I'm okay with the mask now. I've adapted. I'm cool with it. And then the appointment thing is great because they only allow a certain amount of people in. And trust me. Every person is like 500 yards away because they only allow like 10 people at a time. Yeah. Appointment, and then they shut down every hour and a half and they use that half an hour to clean everything. So I'm okay with that. You know what I was also very excited about? California is fucked. Here, my mom has all the Clorox wipes she needs. Lysol, as much as you want. I'm like hoarding right now. I'm like, okay, I'm driving back with Michaela, and I'm like, I I need an extra suitcase for the Lysol, the Clorox wipes, the the Dawn spray. She she has this cool little spray thing, and I'm like, I'm like, you have to stock up. Yeah, I feel like I'm like when I won the jackpot in Vegas and I was rolling in the bed of money. I'm like, (gasps) you have Lysol here? Yeah, that's so funny. Is that is that not a thing in California. I'm like, I haven't seen Lysol in six months. And it's not even a thing I would have purchased before, but I did, you know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, It's weird. The states in Colorado, I noticed the same thing. I bought two things of Clorox wipes and hoarded it because I'm going to stop there on the way back. And I'm like, I'm taking this back with me. I'm hoarding. Yeah. I'm thinking, well, I only got two. I'm not a hoarder, okay? I'm not one of those people. But I got two, and I was like, this is such a luxury. And I'm like, oh, my God. What does my life come to? I know. When I left California, you can't find any of that Uh anywhere. There's this cute little granny on my street, and she asked me, like, if I could look for Lysol for her because, like, when she goes out, she doesn't find it either. And it's the only way that she can like sanitize her husband's wheelchair that he's in because she's like she can't bend over to like clean it and so she liked to spray it so I like I found like a couple cans for her here and there but yeah it's very hard to find it how did you find that okay I'll bring some back for her yeah she's so sweet but um yeah and because I never really used you know like the 
the Lysol like that either, but I didn't I think about how people would use it for something like that. I thought of that about that from like that's something your grandparents used or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it's like that's the shit that kills everything in the air. Yeah, nine percent. I'm like, okay, yeah, but here you can get it. Yeah, there. that's cool. All right. Anyways, so. <laughs> Okay, so back to the the gender. So tell me more. What else did they say about it on Lala's podcast? Okay, what really kind of disturbed me a little bit, and I know he meant it very innocently, but I was kind of pissed because, you know, she thought she was having a boy, and she kind of wanted a boy just because he already has two girls, but yeah. she's, she's cool with anything. Like, yeah. oh, my God, and she thought it was, like, a miss, like, because it was parachutes that came out. And he had, okay, so he put them up in a hotel and he said, just get in this bus with your friends. She didn't know it was a gender reveal. He knew and then her producer knew or his producer, I don't know who this Tim guy is, whatever. So he had a parachuter come out with like red, white, and blue, whatever, sprinkles, balloons, whatever the fuck it was. Mm -hmm. And then he had one come out with pink. And that's why she was freaking out the way she was because she didn't even know she was going to a gender reveal so he she was like oh my god he's producing movies he's directing movies and he managed to do pull this off he managed the the flight with the parachuters coming down with the pink yeah so yeah randall did a lot um and that's cool and he surprised her i mean i i feel like that's like definitely like where his strength lies like he's really good at like extravagant moments and just like larger than life like how are you ever going to compete with that sort of like here i am you know like do you love me yeah so he was trying to also say on his uh on the podcast he he wants more followers he's almost to 500k and he wants more followers so he's like doing a contest he's like i I think i'll do a contest no she actually suggested it no babe if you want more followers do a contest and do a giveaway and she thought, oh, just a giveaway of, like, give them Lala Beauty. And he's like, no. How about a trip to L.A.? All expenses paid. She's like, hun, you can't do that during COVID. That's that's not appropriate. So it was kind of like I, I appreciated his grand scale of things. But I also appreciated her conservativeness of saying, babe, that's that's not, like, great right now. Let's and she's like I thought I'd give them a makeup bag and he's like no more than that she's like okay how about $500 he's like a thousand a thousand dollars that's so funny so I appreciate both their enthusiasm yeah she's like, okay, I'll promote it and I'll get you your followers and you give them whatever um so I I, I like that that was cute but the other thing when he was talking about you know she thought it was going to be a boy she talked about this whole psychic thing and blah 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 but it's a girl and she's happy it's a girl she's like going to have a mini me and she talked about how her and her mother I mean a little too much detail she's like my mother knew every pee pee that was coming into my bedroom when I was 15 16 years old she knew every penis I was touching I'm like okay yeah that's a little TMI but she also owned that saying talking to Katie Stassi Brittany what they're like yeah that's a little too close of a mother-daughter relationship, but okay, it works for you. So she's like, I want that with my daughter. I mean, she told some great stories of like her mother got pregnant with her two best friends at the same time, and they all had girls, and those girls are still Lala's best friends. Aww. So that's and and the moms are still best friends. So that's really nice. And so I understand when she found out she was having a girl. She was excited with Stassi, and Stassi's like, we're going to have our own coven, which, should we really still go back to that Witches of Weho? But, okay, coven, cool for them, awesome. But she, I think she, in, in her mind, she felt bad for Rand, like, oh, you should have a boy. But you know what he said that kind of, like, he meant it really well, but it kind of, like, irritated me. What? I'm dying. Well, he's like, it's 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 not a big deal, but he's like, well, law. He's like, now you're gonna have a girl, a mini me. So she's just gonna cuddle with you, shop with you, put on makeup with you. If you had a boy, he'd be outside playing and getting dirty and tracking mud into the house. And I thought, wow, that's not 
my experience because I've been babysitting a whole fucking lot lately and um the girl uh the girls are worse than the boys. <laughs> the girl is dirtier and 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 less cuddly. Uh, the little boy is more of a cuddler than the girl and she's all climbing rocks and he's just like I'll swing and she's like climbing rocks and getting dirt and li- I'm like hmm and and that's cool like whatever but let's not like genderify this thing like oh you have a girl she's going to play dollies and the boy will play tractors and trucks it's like mm, or get dirty but the girl will stay perfectly clean like I don't like that yeah I understand he comes from a good place but it's like yeah I don't know it's not it's not my reality and I don't want that to be my reality it's just Ain't yeah no. it's it's crazy like he probably like if you asked him about that comment well. he would probably be like oh I didn't mean it like that but it's like that's that's like what people still think it's crazy I definitely don't think he meant it that way but he yeah. is older and he's you know he's in that school of thought no but it's true when you hear someone say that it's kind of like yeah and especially when you have experience with a girl you're just like we are we are me and my friend were just talking about that about when people don't have um daughters and they just have boys they're like oh like you guys don't even know and it's like when you like i think girls are, are like i'm not saying they're worse but like they they definitely are not all, you know, playing with dolls. Like they're they're pretty well. Gnarly. I will tell you, you know, both, you know, Leighton and Torin, and Leighton is more of the rock climber, dirty, rambunctious, and then he's more of the cuddler. Mm-hmm. I mean, he do, he does that role too because he follows whatever she does. Right. Probably like Daisy follows whatever Ronnie does. Mm-hmm. You know, they follow the leader. But I'm like, let's just not box people in like that, okay? I don't know. So where where were they? Were they in Santa Barbara? Did, did no, they... it's just one of those uh, North Hollywood private airstrips. It's called the Landing Strip or something. You could Google it. Okay, so they were at home and then they they took the they, the shuttle. He he got them. No, he got her and the girls a hotel, a hotel room. room. Um, I think in Bel Air, Beverly Hills. And then the shuttle took them there, which I'm I'm assuming is somewhere like where a helicopter place was. It just seemed so um, dirt-ish. Well, so was our helicopter ride place. Yeah, but that was like at an airstrip. You know, like that was yeah. like it was at least well, cement. It had it had to be an airstrip because they have to take off. Oh no, I'm sure it was. It just looked like I could not place where it was. It was like weird looking to me. Um, that explains why Lala like maybe wasn't dressed in like the cutest gender reveal outfit, or because people <laughs> people were commenting about that. They're like, first of all, like she doesn't even look pregnant, and then um, you know, like what is she wearing? And um, you know, I so that that makes sense that it was a surprise. She didn't know whatever. Um, I didn't see those comments, and I don't really care. Like, cool, cool. She was in loungewear. People commented on her face, like, you know, I I at first thought it was Brandy Glanville. It was like, no shame. I'm not shaming anything you've done. Like, girl, you are beautiful. Like, don't fuck with it. But you do you. No shame. I just didn't recognize her at first. When I first, someone actually, I didn't see the feed. Someone sent me a screenshot, and I saw. I, I thought, whoa, is this like Brandy Glanville or like a? It was a weird contorted screenshot yeah which I ended up seeing online everywhere else but you know whatever I'm not going to get into that so her due date is April 5th and she's having a girl and then they had a special call in uh, special announcement which we all knew so Jax called in and revealed they're having a baby and a lot of commentary because Jack's okay. So here's what who was at the gender reveal: Katie and Tom, mm-hmm. Stassi and Bo, mm-hmm. Jackson and Brittany, and Kristen. Mm-hmm. No Tom and Ariana, no Sheena, no James and Raquel. Even though they're all best friends now. Yeah. James, James and Lala and Randall, they're best friends. Well, they weren't there. I guess they were in Catalina with Sheena. Um, anyways, so 
And Jack's call. So during that time, people had, you know, photographed videos of the reaction. And Randall's like, Jax, did you think it was going to be a girl? He's like, I think we're all cursed with it. We're going to be, we're all going to have girls. So he kind of like gender revealed a little bit. And then they came out, what, a day or two later, two days later, Mm -hmm. that they're having a baby, but I'm pretty sure it's a girl. Um, Jax actually said on Lala and Randall's podcast, uh, I don't think God's very kind to me right now, so he's going to give me a girl. Like, God is not kind to you by, you know, like, that that was a fucked up way of saying it. But mm-hmm. you're Jax. Um, he's like, yeah, I've done too many fucked up things. He's, he's not going to give me a boy. I want a boy, but it's not my cards. I fucked up too much. God's not that kind. It's like, wow, okay. Yeah. So a girl, a girl is like a consolation prize. All right. Anyways, so he said that, and yeah, that was that. So they're pregnant. <laughs> um, I did um think it was interesting that they were able to keep it a secret this long. Um, like the time he said, he said on the podcast, he goes. I can't believe I've been able to keep a secret. I'm not a great secret keeper. And I actually told some people I probably shouldn't have told. But fortunately, they didn't reveal it. So I'm wondering who those people are. Mm. Maybe like the people at Lit Method or something like that. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Go on. Um, No, that's all. Um, I thought that I thought that um, Brittany's picture was cute. Her announcement was cute. I feel like, um, you know, it's kind of I, I I almost feel the same way that I did with the wedding. Like Brittany, this is all Brittany's ever dreamt of. You know, her Kentucky Castle thing was such a dream. And how dare any of us, you know, damp dampen that by making fun of her or saying that she shouldn't marry Jax. It's like. I see that same happiness on her face right now because I know that she's wanted to be a mom for so long. So you want to be happy for her, but at the same time, it's like we still like you know I'm not a huge fan of Jackson, Brittany. So it's it's like bittersweet. Yeah, I mean, I I just worry like they're super happy right now, and I love that. That's great for them, mm-hmm. regardless how you know we feel about Jax or whatnot. In fact, Dana says something interesting about him later, but I'll t- I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, like, yeah, I'm not gonna shit on that. Yeah, I I just feel like once a baby's born and is crying and is taking all of Brittany's attention, he's gonna get aggro, angry, peace out. There's gonna be problems. Yeah. Okay. That baby, what are you doing wrong? Why can't you? Well, my dad didn't do this. Uh, I had a little sister. My mom took care of it. Why can't you? Like, I can just see it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't welcome that for her. Yeah, I, um, but I also, I am also, I don't know why I have this conviction, but I feel like Brittany is going to be a good mom. And if Jax isn't going to be a part of that, I, I, I don't think like I, at that point, I think she would like, I'm sure that her baby's going to be number one to her. And I, I'm happy for that. I feel like, Oh yeah. I don't doubt she's going to not going to be a good mom, but she's not going to do- be able to dote on him and make him his corn. Oh, totally. Potatoes oh no, that night. that's over. That's over for sure. And the sandwich making that's over. Yeah. Like, like he's probably not going to have like a <coughs> side of corn anymore. Cause she's not going to have time. Yeah. She's going right. to have to get that hungry man with the little corn side. And, so, and because she's doing it all herself. Do you have any Yeah, do you have any predictions for their gender reveal? Like do you think they're going to do like Hooters or hockey as the theme? Like <laughs> or you know. Well, she's not that far behind. She's 11 weeks. I heard that her and Lala are 8 days apart. Yeah, so she's not that far behind. I heard they were doing a private party gender reveal. I mean, you know, I do respect her for keeping it under wraps. Me and, too. Uh, I I really do. I I'm, yeah. And all I mean, even Lala. And also respecting everyone's timeline. Like they probably maybe they were excited, but they're like, well, let's not take away from Lala. Lala's gonna do this, you know, totally. or Randall's gonna do this. So I respect that. That's cool. Yeah, and it is. I mean, like it's how 
it's like so rare that you would get to go through this with your friends. You know what I mean? Like that's like that's like truly like so cool to be like, how are you feeling? How are I mean like that's what you need and like that's that's definitely like where I would worry about Brittany, Stassi and Lala is when you become a new mom, it's like very isolating like when you're especially in those new stages and there's like a lot of things that you know, maybe you don't feel comfortable asking some of your other friends or saying like, I'm feeling a lot of emotions right now. Like, you know, like it's, so it's kind of cool that they get to go through that together. And it kind of makes sense that houseboat trip. Mm hmm. Because I'm sure Brittany was like you probably taking tests every two weeks. Yeah. Every week. So it was the three pregnant ladies. Oh yeah. Were Tom and Katie even on that trip? Yeah. I can't remember. Mm hmm. Okay. Well, Katie did say they've been trying, and she's on the Flow app, and they've been trying, and they go through ups and downs. They go through droughts, and then they do. I think they're just probably, you know, not trying hard enough. And also, you know, if they smoke pot and they're older, well, they and are, also you're six years older than Stassi and Brittany. And, and it's also really personal. Like you don't, I mean, like from kind of yeah. going through this, like you don't want to let everyone know, oh, we're trying really hard because then people yeah. start asking you every month and then you have to tell them no. So yeah. it's like you kind of want to downplay it. Like I'm sure she's very, I you know. I think she should. Yeah. I think she should. For her own mental health and space. Yeah. And, you know, because unfortunately it's like she's not old, but you know, all the three people pregnant they're 30 yeah guess what her and sheena and Kristen are more similar like i think it goes sheena katie Kristen. it's like 35 36 37 it's like that's when it becomes you know the mm-hmm. chicks it's it's not easy um it's not as easy as you think so it just it just depends yeah and I hope, and I hope for Katie that it happens when she wants to, and same with Sheena. Any, you know, I hope it happens for all of them, and I hope that they're all, you know, the ones who aren't, you know, aren't too sad. Or I mean, it's like it's just a lot. I mean, you could even see in our own Facebook group that it triggered some people. You know, like it's it's a hard topic to to deal with when you think that someone just flippantly like, oh, I just got, uh, let's get pregnant together. You know, it's like it it really yeah. doesn't work like that, and they are truly blessed that it did work like that and that that just it doesn't happen like that for everyone so they're yeah very yeah. very blessed so i listened to dana on katie's podcast and you know you're welcome people i took a double negative for the team mm-hmm. like i i can't listen to dana's i i'm trying with katie but you know she's very she has the positive. She's been getting a lot of comments about her soothing voice. Yes, it's soothing. Like, it does put me to sleep. Uh, but some of the things she said I that I did like. Okay, first of all, the first half, skip over it. Because I don't know how many times I have to hear about Dana's life. I've heard it about it on a podcast. I heard it about it on the show. I heard it about on a second solo podcast. She loves to talk about her entire life story as if so many people care and I'm not saying anyone cares about well you're not hearing my life story and you guys are listening but thank you anyways Mm -hmm. Um, but like I literally heard her entire life story again for like the fifth time and I don't need to hear it again it's like my dad was a drummer my mom was a bartender and I grew up in this it's like I don't care I don't fucking care for the fifth time but okay I'm gonna stick with this I'm doing my research uh, but w- here's what I liked she was like oh yeah you know Katie and Tom are still friends with Jax obviously and she's like well no I got no tolerance for Jax Jax still has me blocked for no reason and Katie's like he's just dumb I don't get it he's a child and Dana's like yeah he's 40 I'm like no actually he's 41 and she's like just Here's what I like that Dina said. She's like, I am very close with Brittany. I go to their house all the time. But Jax will not make, he goes out of his way to not make eye contact with me or converse with me in any sort of way. And he'll roast me and and blast me on Twitter. She goes, but he doesn't even know me. He will avoid me at his own house 
his wife likes me and he just avoids me she's like say it to my face motherfucker be direct don't be all passive aggressive you don't like me say it to my face so I respect her for that and then she'll say Brittany will call her up and be like I'm so sorry I saw Jax's tweet it's just you know it's not personal it's just that's how Jax is and it's like that's how Jax is look, look, look that's your you're calling up friends that he's insulting like good friends to justify that's just how the way he is really insulting your friends like why the fuck are you like school him or like make your friend like know him or something it's she just excuses excuses and then like like wouldn't I, like, that be ex- like wouldn't that be exhausting being br- like that, that just seems like yeah, so, so much work like I couldn't like why doesn't Jax just like Dana said just tell me to my face so we can deal with it so I respect her for that yeah she's like no he's all passive aggressive he just avoids me avoids me she's like I'm at his house all the time just avoids me and then and she's like I don't even know what I did to the guy but he passively aggressive tweets about me I'm like and that's just Jax like yeah what the fuck yeah but he does he, and he still does that about Kristen or whoever like their best friends auntie Kristen oh Jax I'm so happy for you oh Jax I'm so happy for you oh my god I'm so excited you're gonna be a dad and then he'll tweet something nasty about her I don't know it's like why saw, do you want to be this guy's friend I saw I some understand. I saw somebody comment and they were like imagine when uh Jax and Brittany's baby finds out that um Kristen hooked up with both of their parent, both of the kids parents <laughs> you know oh ew yeah but like like I, I'm not saying take a stand, but like it it just kind of gross at this point. Like Jax has said so much shit about Kristen. Well, it just it just becomes it becomes exhausting, you know, just like all of their little shticks where it's just like like yeah. are, 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 are we still doing this? Like it just seems like ridiculous. Yeah. So I like that part about Dana. The other part I did not like is because again, I don't know. I think, you know, when Andy Cohen has, like, the drinking word, if I heard Dana say, I had a corporate job, I had a corporate job, I had a corporate job, I had a corporate like, literally, that would be the drinking word. I'm like, yes, I've heard this 1,000 million times from you, Dana, and I've only listened to, like, one or two podcasts, and then this one, um, I had a corporate job, you know, I, was, I had a corporate job. It's like, okay, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I was, I was transferred to San Diego. But you know what? I don't like San Diego. I, it's too slow pace. It's boring. It's very slow. I'm like, San Diego? And she's like, Katie, I don't know how you feel about San Diego. Well, first of all, I know Tom Schwartz fucking loves San Diego. She's like, yeah. If I'm going to go for slow pace, I'm going to go for Santa Barbara or Ojai. I'm like, you cannot compare Santa Barbara and Ojai to San Diego. And then you say San Diego is slow pace. It's like the sixth big, biggest city in the fucking country. Um, it's very opposite slow pace. And Katie's like, there's a lot of D-bags in San Diego. Okay, I won't disagree with that. But for Dana, who comes from Federal Way, Washington, which I know very well where that is. I've been to the P.O.L. Affair. I lived in fucking Washington. Okay, so... Holly, for you, that would be like saying, like, L.A., okay, yeah, I'm used to the L.A. pace, but you're from Corona. Oh, okay. The federal way is Corona. Okay, got it. She's like, San Diego's too slow pace for me. What? Oh, my really? gosh. Wow, okay. And WeHo, okay. Mm. Yeah. I feel like anytime someone like makes a statement like that about a city, it's like they're putting their foot in their mouth. It's like it's just not worth it to comment. Yeah, that was crazy to me because San Diego is very fast paced and very there's just it's it's very diverse and there's just so much to it. There's so many different enclaves to the city. It's like, oh, OK, did you just go to fucking SDSU and be like, oh, I'm in a little bubble because uh, she did say she went to college. I was like, yeah, there's like. I don't know. That was crazy to me. But okay, live in WeHo. Did um on Lala's podcast did she mention um that she started an Instagram called Give Them Lala Baby? 
she talked about that. She said she is very protective right now and doesn't feel like posting, which I respect and I totally get because I'm through that phase. Uh, I've been in that phase. Like, I don't care about personal anymore. Blah, blah, blah. I'm kind of getting out of that phase, so I'm posting more personal. Blah, blah, blah. But she's like, I don't want to talk about anything. And he's like, that's cool, babe. You can just talk about it on the podcast and your listeners that love you will know. But she doesn't want to post anything. So she said something about give them Lola baby maybe. But she's going to be very conservative and, and not posting oh, right now. Yeah. Well, she just she post she posted on her page just now the sonogram picture of the baby and then like like you know how you can like draw over the picture and like x it all out. She did that and then on give them la la baby she posted the unedited photo. So she's like sending you from her account to the baby's account. But it's cute, you know. So either she will or she won't. I mean, they just recorded I think yesterday. So I don't know. She's probably going through mood swings. We'll see what she does with it. Like, yeah. You know, do your own thing. So overall, I would say it's pretty exciting. You know, um, lots of changes. Um, I did have a couple of people DM and say, do you think that this is the end of Vanderpump? Is this showing that it's done? Um, you know, just the fact that they all got pregnant. I, I don't think that that is showing the end. I think that, that um, they would have loved this to be filmed i don't know that it is so katie addressed this she said um she doesn't know she goes i feel like everyone else finds out the same time we do she goes there's no plan there's no schedule she goes i feel like at the earliest it'll be next year before we film she wants to film but who knows Mm -hmm. and she doesn't know and she felt like that finale she felt it like it was a finale. She goes, the way they slowed down the music and they did the exits, she felt that the way we felt that. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the end. And so she doesn't know anymore, and she definitely wants to film, but she has heard nothing and doesn't think if there were anything, it wouldn't even happen till next year. Filming, keep in mind, people, because they're going to film for three, four, five months, and then they got three, four, five months of editing. So we're not looking in, you know. I feel like, like, especially with, like, now, like, how popular it is to, like, you know, um, bring a show back. I, 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 I don't think we have seen the end of Vanderpump Rules. I really don't. Um, but I, I do well, think. Well, here's. Oh, go ahead. Here's what she. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, it's okay. What she said, what she said was, the restaurants aren't open and it's called Vanderpump Rules and there's no way to film in the restaurant, so I don't see this happening. So, you know, she didn't say this, but if there were a spinoff, perhaps. But Sir is opening, I guess, this tonight or this weekend mm-hmm. tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe there will be a Vanderpump Sir related because she's like, we can't be Vanderpump Rules if we're not involving Tom Tom and Sir and Pump but they're not open and she goes I don't think they'll be open for the rest of the year I'm like well I just heard that Sir was opening this weekend but okay whatever Um, so we'll see so maybe either I think it would be a spinoff or they're gonna revamp and just do new new cast Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, it's lots of emotions, you know. It's a, it's it's a lot. Um, yeah, I, I can't wait to see what happens. And at yeah, least at least we've got are... we've got some content. We know with all of their lives going on, so that's cool. Yeah, and they can't really do Vanderpump with Stassi being pregnant. She's not on Vanderpump. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess they could Brittany and Lala if they wanted to, but I think. I don't know. I think some changes are underway. Yeah, totally. We'll be on top of it. And in the meantime, like, I'm super looking forward to the new OC and the new Salt Lake because they're both super new. Mm-hmm. I love that. And, you know, oh, some other things. I was just asking my sister. I'm like, you know, Sailing Sunset, have you heard of it? She's like, oh, I know one of the girls on it. I'm like, 
I texted Holly right before we podcast. I'm like, do you know who Heather Ray is? You guys know I haven't watched it. I know who Chris Chrishell is and Christine. And I know there's some kind of war and blah, blah, blah. I'd never heard. I'm like, well, I've never heard of Heather Ray. Well, my sister knows her, has worked with her. She said she's really nice, super professional, um, super on top of shit. So I don't know. I, I don't know who she is. So that's why I asked you. Yeah, I used to work out in the with um, her fiance who was on oh, you know the that oh, flipping whatever. Married, she's dating Tarek, and I'm like, I don't watch that show either. But I'm like, I know that name. Mm-hmm. Is that that's the couple in OC that de- split? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that makes sense. Yeah, they're 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 like pretty cheesy online and stuff like but they're like a, a train wreck that's definitely fun to watch <laughs> uh. all right well okay yeah that's that's all i've got um okay everybody have a great week and we'll be back as soon as there's more info or we got something to talk about so thanks for yep. hanging in there with us and yeah see you soon okay thanks. bye bye